0: off! Get out of it, you wankers! Fucking garlic breath tossers! Piss off! Get in here and say that, mate! Come on! Fucking come and have it! You fucking bib! Will bib, you bastard, all over your fucking nose! Fuck off! I'm knackered! What is up and welcome back to the HT we are podcast I am your host Freddie Ham. <coughs> Maddie Jane is not here <laughs> yeah guys Maddie Jane is feeling a little bit under the weather so Maddie Jane and I recorded a whole ass episode with Andy Burrows of the DC tweet team podcast which we're just gonna jump right into Andy, what's up? How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm doing well. Maddie Jane, how are you doing? I'm doing... That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Well... Uh, Andy, it's been a long time coming. It, I don't know how long, but I know it's been too long since we've had you on the show. DC Tweet Team has a new look for any of our listeners that, that may not know. Can you can you
1: talk about that? Uh, yeah, we've added Shelly to our ranks. We were inspired by Maddie being on the HTVR podcast. So we thought, let's get a female voice involved on in the podcast. And uh, yeah, Shelly was there. You had already taken Maddie, so we couldn't approach her because I wouldn't want you to get upset that we've stolen her again, like we did for one episode. But uh, yeah, we've got... Uh, um, Shelly uh, joined us, and she's a great addition. Um, it's good to get a female perspective, so it's not the complete bromance of me and Maurice every single week. But um, yeah, she's she's amazing. We really, really do like. She said uh, she's been on for two episodes, and she's already. Uh, She's already bringing the fire to uh, to us. She, um, she joined us with the news breaking about Dan Snyder. Very, very passionate on that, uh, as I know a lot of Washington fans were. So yeah, we're going from uh, we're going from strength to strength and we love having her on board.
2: I think it's amazing. Shout out to Shelly. That is so cool. Makes an already great podcast even better.
1: So kind of a slower
0: week. We've kind of moved into, you know, the depth signings and really, I mean, you know, the draft is not far away. Everyone's doing their mocks and Maddie and I don't really get too much into the draft speculation, we just kind of talk about, like, hey, I like this guy, hey, I like this guy. Ooh, this mm-hmm. prospect has a cool name. Like, we really like cool names, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, but aside from that, uh, all the people out there, bless them who watch all the film and watch the pro days and all that stuff. Like, when that video was circulating about Zach Wilson making that insane throw, and I watched it and I was like, yeah, it's cool.
1: Chase Young would have crushed him in about two seconds.
0: Oh, and I'm able, he's thrown to, yeah. And people Rolling are out to his left, throws, throwing throws, off his throws, back
1: foot will never end well in the NFL.
0: But I'll tell you something else. I, you talk about how impressive that throw was. I saw an even more impressive throw in-game, in-person, from a quarterback named Dwayne Haskin. And we all know what a great quarterback he is, so get <laughs> out of here with that.
2: Ironically against the Jets where right. Zach Wilson very well may end up. So
0: yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah Maddie think... Jane was Maddie Jane was sitting next to me and we were freaking out.
1: Yeah, I don't get the whole hype over pro days and yeah, Just guys running around in a box shorts doesn't do it for me. Yeah. There
0: were some comments made about podcasts lately in a negative way about the oversaturation of the podcast market and all that kind of stuff. And I get that. I don't agree that we don't all bring something because obviously if I didn't feel like or if we didn't feel like we brought something, we wouldn't do it. What we bring is perspective. What you bring is perspective. To a certain degree, we're regurgitating information that we get. Sure. But I mean, like what I call like the, the armchair evaluators on and I'm not knocking any of it I think it's all good stuff but unless you're like like our guy Josh Taylor who's Getting who went down there to the senior bowl. Shout out to Josh, our fearless leader. And there's others too. I mean, you know, Kyle does really good stuff with his evals. You gotta give a shout out to Adam so you're gonna talk
2: draft and You're not going to talk about Adam and yeah, Adam, Adam yeah, like goat.
0: Adam's best in the business. Adam. And aside from that, he's <coughs> hell of a good guy. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he could be a shite evaluator, and I'd still hype him up because he's just a good dude. So, And I like that he specifically he like he does his evaluations for this team and nobody else. And it's all about, will they fit with this team? which I like
2: like most people like if there was you know me I the draft is fun I actually watch the combine coverage usually every year when they have it because I, I think it's interesting like to some degree but like honestly I only I really only care are they going to end up here or maybe maybe if they're going to end up at a division rival like are they going to go to the Cowboys and do I like them Cause that has been happening a lot recently It's been been making me upset but yeah I really mostly only care about like are they coming here
0: Speaking to prospect evaluation and red flags and all of those things, uh, character concerns. I'm not concerned that this regime is going to draft players with character concerns. A really, really big name that was here that people were really, really hopeful of that flopped, Darius Geis. Darius Geis had character concerns when we took him. And Darius, in short order, he had a lot of people fooled, uh, including myself. I was in with all that. I, I thought he's a good guy. He was all smiles. He was a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. And I'm like, seemed like a good dude. And, and I cheered for him, and I cheered really, really hard for him. And I wanted to talk about that because it's it puts you in a difficult position a lot of times when you're a fan of whatever it is, whether it be sport, whether it be entertainment, and someone that you like or someone that you support turns out to be a...
1: Yeah. Insert whatever <laughs> word. Yeah, yeah. Insert comment here.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. But, uh, d- I mean, did you see the video of the, uh, it was the 74-year-old woman? giving her testimony about Darius Geis. I, I think mean... in
1: any walk of life, whether, like you say, whether it be sport, whether it be TV, anything, anything just life in general. If you, if someone from my work that you work with for years and years and then in like a year down the line, if you find out they're a, a Geis, it's, it's, yeah, you're gonna, it's gonna hit you hard because when you think you know someone and we all, not saying that we thought we knew him, but you know, you, you trust your team to go through the process to evaluate someone like that. And then what, not even a few months before the season starts or just as the season starts it all come out what he had what he had done admittedly some of it he's now been found not guilty but then we hear this week about the the the, the 74 I couldn't believe it when I heard just when you think you can't hate the guy even more the 74 year old woman comes out and you're just like wow you don't you really don't know people but you know you know you think you know there's only so much you can know sports people I get that and they have a behind closed door you know, we all we all do. You know what I mean? Not much me. I'm who I am. But you know, sports people are. You know, behind once that door closes. You know, you've got people like O.J. Simpson gone down. Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he was when he was like coming through the ranks, we all know what happened to him. He went to prison. So, it was shocking. It was. Uh, yes, it's it's hard to see. Um, you don't want to see anything like that in society you know not to be like too morbid and serious for a second but yeah it's, it's bad and I think there's something now that especially Washington with all the focus that we've had on us over the years for various things which I'm, you know, I'm sure you guys will get into later on they can't take that risk anymore you know what I mean we can't be having any of that especially in, in our organization probably more than any in the NFL the media will be waiting to jump on us so yeah I think, you're, I think you're right we need to be very very careful.
0: What's alarming about that was the character concerns and everything and we had heard <clears throat> that there were Enough teams in the draft that had completely taken Darius off of their board. Now, when they take you off the draft board, that means that they have zero interest in drafting you. So, hypothetically speaking, if Darius Geis would have fell to the seventh round, he still would not have been drafted by these teams. That's quite alarming. And it's one of two things either your organization is so incompetent, okay. That they didn't do their due diligence or their research, or they just put blinders on and were just enamored with his physical talent, of which he is talented, and just said, you know, hey, we're not going to, we're, we're not going to listen to the guys. or, or even more egregious, they knew about all this, they read these reports, they talked to everybody, they knew about the uh, toxic culture that was cultivated at LSU. And they did it anyway because they didn't care. Because they look at, hey, look at the culture at LSU. I it's just like the culture here. They're a shit organization, we're a shit organization. They don't care about people, we don't care about people. So we'll bring him in here and and he'll thrive here because we're used to covering things up and telling lies and doing everything we can to just make as much money as we can and whoever we hurt in that process, it doesn't matter because all we're concerned is, is lining our own pockets and we're going to uh, hide behind um, all of these quote, you know, wonderful uh, things that we do while all the time uh, taking advantage of those uh, most vulnerable. It's, uh, it's, really, uh, it's really sick, uh, it's really disgusting. I think that's why so many people uh, checked out. There's people checking out right now. There's people that have held on this entire time that are leaving now, especially with uh, this most recent news that just came out, Report and and Dan Snyder and all that. And I didn't want to get too into that. I wanted to just um, take a moment here and let uh, someone who I know has a lot of thoughts about it, speak on it because she deserves the time to talk about it. And I know it's important to her. So Maddie Jane, the floor is yours.
2: As much as I would love to not ever waste any of my breath on Daniel Snyder, to be honest with you, I'll I'll just say a little something. And I'm not going to say too much because you know what? We talked about it earlier. We know how I felt. When all this stuff started coming out, I was ready to peace out. I love this team. I love this team so much. I've loved them since I was born. And I rock with them. I didn't care if they sucked, if they were good. They weren't good very often. They sucked a lot. And I still stuck with them. But this was the kind of thing where I felt like a final straw uh, because it was disgusting and it was reprehensible and it was there's no excuse for it you know the clean-out started to happen and things started to change and there were a lot of people that were coming in that I truly believed in so stuck around but I think what it comes down to for me is And kind of how I look at it at this point is say that I have my favorite shirt. So we'll call it a favorite shirt, right? Like, and I get a huge stain right in the middle of my favorite shirt, right? I feel like what's happening now is I feel like we got most of the stain out, right? Most of it's out now. You can kind of wear it, kind of get away, whatever. Like, most of it's out. It looks like, okay, it's kind of looking like a shirt that I can... Be proud to wear that I can rock, it's all good. But to me, Daniel Snyder still being the owner of this organization is that little bit of stain that's left that every time you look at that stain, you remember the moment. You come back to the moment where it's like, man, this stain has pretty much ruined my shirt. Like, you you look back on that, and I feel like I kind of started to get past everything because of how excited I was about what this team's doing, and I am still excited about it. And listen, like I said, I can't say it enough. I believe in Jason Wright. I believe in Ron Rivera. I believe these are the type of men that believe in women and that would never do anything to wrong a woman to do, like, in any way. I, I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. But with all this stuff coming back up, And just the fact that Daniel Sider, like, gets his, you know, fine from the investigation. Like, he gets his his little fine, right? And then, right. And then in the same moment, it's like, to me, it was like the news came out, gets a fine. And, oh, now he's gonna go ahead and buy the rest of the by the rest of the team now so it's like with the same checkbook that you're signing off this fine that you just got because you know sexual harassment was running rampant in your organization you are the owner of it and don't tell me that Daniel Snyder was not involved in the organization because oh Dwayne Haskins yeah remember he drafted him so you're gonna tell me that he wasn't around and seeing all the crap that was happening in his organization acting like Daniel Snyder is somebody that's not involved in his team? okay so you think that he was just negligent all these years that this is happening he just wasn't he had no idea okay you go ahead and believe that I'm gonna go ahead and not believe that I'm gonna believe I don't know what he was doing but you you're not gonna tell me that he didn't know about something and I don't want to say too much because I don't again I don't know exactly what happened but bottom line is they didn't have an HR department so that's on you Daniel Snyder that you didn't provide any protection for any of your employees okay that falls on you okay so, getting back to the point, that same checkbook, now he's going and he's going to be able to buy out the rest of the team. Because it doesn't matter, as long as you have money, you can kind of get away with whatever you want. Get away with a little slap on the wrist, get your little fine, okay, billionaire, get a little fine. What is, <laughs> come on, like, and I get, what more can, I get, like, but a fine, okay, He's probably like, okay, no big deal. Like, that probably cost as much as his dinner did that night. Let's be honest here, okay? It just brought me back to like, oh man, I was really ready to leave this organization because of the guys that were under and partly because of Daniel Snyder. And I forget, sometimes I forget he's still here because things are so good right now. And it's so great and we're on the up and up and I forget, but then there are times where I look down and I just see that stain again. And I'm like, oh, that's just how I feel about Daniel Snyder. I feel like I'm always gonna look at him and remember all the crap that he allowed. And I understand that Daniel Snyder's not the speaking out in public type, but if you wanna be a man and you really wanna come and say, hey, I care about my organization. I care about the fan base. Couldn't he have come out at any point in person and come on a mic and said, hey, I don't condone everything that's coming out. And maybe because it's alleged and, but like at some point, right? And I, maybe he will at once everything's like really finalized or whatever. But like at any point, could he have come out and like face to face looked at people and said, "Hey, I don't condone this stuff." This stuff is reprehensible, it's disgusting. If this stuff happened in my organization, I am so sorry to any woman that's affected, to any person that was affected, to any person that could've, could you not have the decency to just speak on it? You didn't though, you really didn't. And if you, I don't remember if he put out a statement, cause if you put out a statement, it, I didn't hear it from him, right? I didn't hear it from him. I think that's the least you could do. I'm done, I don't wanna talk about it anymore. Bottom line is, we all know, I'm not a huge Daniel Snyder fan. And I look at him and I see the crap that was, and I see all the crap that's happened. And that's what I look at him as. And so I just wish that he wasn't gonna have this opportunity now to own the whole team. He's never going anywhere. And uh, I just don't love that. I'm not a fan of that, but you know what? What can I do, right? What can anybody do? Because he has money, nobody can do anything. And that's all I want to say.
1: well said. Thank
0: you for saying that Mads. Wow, okay
1: agree more
0: so what do we say now <laughs>
1: Maddie's right though he's yeah you know i think for all the good that say jason right ron rivera judy donison obviously we had Julie on our show on friday I mean, You know, it's not exactly something that you can ask her but i think they run their side of the organization and i think they leave they know in the back of their minds what he i genuinely believe this they know what he is everyone knows what he is but i think it's like you know when you have like over here you have that one when we were playing football and you had that one guy that you always had to pick you knew he was trash But you always had to put him on every now and again. Dan Schneider's like that in our organization. You know, we all know what he is. Maddie's explained it better than I ever could there and all these fans that say well you know it's all circumstantial there's been no evidence that's a load of bs we all know what the man is we all know the organization like you say you don't have a hr department that's your organization you are running this as good as people like julie and jason are doing i i kind of feel for them because they're running an organization all knowing just in the little bit in the background there It's always this little guy sitting on a boat that could just stir things up every now and again. And what made me laugh was, you know, six, seven months ago, the league wanted to get rid of him. And now they're loaning him money to stay. You know, they wanted him gone. But they're like, and the only reason we all know why they're doing that, because if you bring Dan Snyder down, there are going to be so many more owners in this league that are going to be outed. And they're like, right, let's give him the money. They're basically playing Dan Snyder to be quiet. Let's not beat around the bush here. Let's not, you know, call a spade a spade. They are paying Dan Schneider to be quiet. They have helped him buy the rest of the Washington football team so he doesn't out an owner a team or another, you know, teams, various teams around the league. So, you know, for me, it, it stinks. But like Maddie says, all you've got to do is how I, I tweeted this out the day it happened. Dollar speaks, the pound speaks. As long as you've got money, it can now, I know, it can literally get you out of anything.
0: It's the Epstein effect. Talking mm. about how Dan is is protected, mm. really yeah. what really what it comes down to. Yeah, you
1: know, and Mads,
0: do you do you? I'm gonna ask you about this because you've talked about it a couple times, and, and I was there in the meeting. I remember how much it meant to you, and how and and how unexpected it was, and how genuine it was. Uh, when Jason listened to what you said, in speaking about all of these things that were going on, um, and apologized to you and it was you hearing from the organization that somebody cared does that make you feel a certain way knowing that you've got that from jason and that he's in a way that he he has to apologize to people for his boss
2: right and i hate that for him yeah no i i think this is the thing and i think that's why i kept on saying and i want to end on this rather than ending on all that you know what i talked about snyder like the reality is and like you're saying like julie Jason, Ron, all this whole—they are doing everything that they can, right? They are
1: doing everything
2: that they can to right these wrongs and try to help get this fan base to believe in them, like and and trust them, right? And and and. They can, like, you know, they can't help it that Dan Dan is the, the owner. They can't. But they can do everything they can to make this organization a better place. And I do believe, I really, like, I hope, like, they say now, this is really, like, Ron's team. So, like, he's going to monitor what goes on in that building. He's going to make sure. And I believe under Ron, things will be different. So it's like, that's the hard part. I love them so much. And I'm like, I'm all about them. I'm all for them. Mm. I just hate that I always have to look up at the top and be like, wow, you're the one that I'm just, like, the one that owns it all is the one that I'm like man I really can't rock with you but I do love everybody that has now been placed into this organization because I I do believe in what they're doing here on and off the field you can't help who the owner is just as much as I can't help who the owner is but y'all are working really hard to show us that it's different and I believe in y'all so like I can rock with y'all and I can keep supporting knowing that Y'all are doing everything you can. You know, that's kind of what we all have to do, whether you're in the organization or you're just a fan. You just have to know, may not like this, but, like, I just think what is being built here is so good. I just wish that it could just be all good and we didn't have to have this talk. I just wish there was
1: I see it as two organizations. I see it as Jason Wright's team, filtered down to Judy, Ron, Marcus Stevenson, all them great guys. I see it as his team, and then I see the other part of the organization, which... I try and zone out from I know we're talking about it now because it's in the news but I try and forget that Dan Snyder's part of this organisation I see Jason Wright down I don't see Dan Snyder Jason Wright down I see Jason Wright Ron, Julie, Marcus all the great guys you know Coach Del Rio all of them guys and then Every now and again, every few months, this kind of thing happens and you know, we like Maddie says, we yeah, we know he's kind of still there, but we try and try and zone it out if that makes sense.
0: The way that it's needed to be forever is these are the people running the organization, these are the people that are making the decisions, and Dan Snyder has one job, and it's to make sure that everybody gets paid. It's all he needs to do. Make mm-hmm. sure that everyone gets paid and make sure that your organization isn't running amok. If you hire the right people, you don't have to worry about that. Finally. Finally. Finally, and finally, Andy Byrne has come back to the HD We Are podcast. I had to throw that in, Andy. That's for you. No one ever gets my wrestling references. You're
1: talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son
0: of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down.
1: You, you
0: can see it. I know you get them all. Yeah, you got the Brahma bull there. I know. I'm just saying, but like, cause I bring them up and it's like crickets. The other week we had the Sanchez Corey Sanchez on, and I was like, I got two words Words for for you. Yeah, and Maddie Jane and Corey are like,
1: what? Did you say to them? What do you What do you think? And it
0: doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter what you think. You know what I'd like to do with the with shine the with the I'd nice. like to shine that with real nice. Turn them some sideways. Turn the sideways. the sideways the with the with the with the with the with the And stick it right up, your candy your candy ass. Ass. Here you can the with the rock is cooking. the with the I think Maddie Jane would lay the smack down on Dan.
1: Oh, she haven't met him, oh my god. Stomp a mud
0: hole in his ass and walk it dry, and that's the bottom line. And that's the bottom line,
2: because Stone Cold said so. Cuz Maddie Jane said said so.
0: so. (laughs) You wanna talk positivity, Maddie Jane? Yes. Okay, okay, well, let's talk about something, po- you know what, something really, really positive, and we touched on it at the beginning, uh, DC Tweet Team Podcast, celebrating their 100th show, that's Ooh. 100, that's 100. this is episode 36 for us, <laughs>
2: so, like, Hello. We,
0: we, we might get to episode 100, uh,
2: you know, before we die, maybe, <laughs> sorry, before
0: we die, <laughs> But uh, it was—I know—it was super, super special uh, to you, and not only the hundredth episode itself, but uh, everything that that you've done to get to that point, and and, and starting it, and you know, with Maurice, and then having Shelly come on, and meeting all of these people. Can you just speak about that for a little bit?
1: It's it's crazy to be honest with you. Like this time last year, we hadn't even started a podcast. We started on May nineteenth, May twentieth, twenty twenty this time last year i didn't know any of you guys and you know the the year that it's been or not even a year yet it's been crazy i'm you know i'm sitting down talking to julie donaldson i'm you know having text messages with jason Wright. i'm speaking to chris cooley and all these washington people who I, like chris cooley i looked up to when i was first got into supporting the team one of my favorite all-time players you know just get a random text of him saying oh you know i'm enjoying the podcast and you're just like wow you know chris cooley still listens to the to the podcast so yeah it's been it's been amazing mate to be honest it's taken me places where i could never never imagine you know just may last year maurice was like let's maybe start a podcast we had, um, everyone knows the story i went on the burgundy zone with the pod and that just stoked the fire for me i was like i could do this i'm english i'm good at talking we don't really shut up and everyone's like you'd be perfect for this andy you know so and it's it's taking right me, yeah it's taking me places that i could never be in, you know i've been on nbc washington i've been on the radio over here i've been on the tv over here when the whole name change thing happened my phone blew up with people saying oh can we talk to you and you know it's it's it was it it still is a voice for the uk audience don't get me wrong i love talking to you guys and everything but people always ask me oh why are washington so big in the uk and i I can't stress to people how big the nfl and washington are over here so i'm proud to someone sent me a message um friday saying congratulations on episode 100 you are the voice for the uk and that made me really proud because you know it, it means i'm doing something right i'm representing my team who i love and you know spend 99% of my time talking about now on my Twitter or with my friends they're, they're all my non-NFL f- friends they ask me about it all the time they're like Andy I can't believe how well it's going and um, it's just it's incredible where a podcast can can take you it's opened a few other doors for me as well um i'm not doing any podcasts this week coming up apart from the great hdbr podcast i'm taking a week off to go and play some golf and spend some time with my daughter but it's um yes it's been amazing freddie and i you know i I, i'm fortunate enough now to call you two like really really good friends you know obviously you know maddie's come on to the podcast we speak outside of here freddie you ring me at three in the morning forgetting i'm in the uk uh talking and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. So yeah, I'm absolutely loving
0: it. Yeah, it, you know, it's crazy when you put <clears throat> it into perspective like that. Yeah, when you say like this time last year, the podcast didn't even exist. No. And now wow. to look at where you are now, or mm-hmm. even just talking about, I mean, I didn't realize it until you just mentioned it just now that we just, quote, met Fuck off. this season. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, because it, it feels like we've been friends for years. It feels like we've been uh, talking football, like we've been celebrating our fandom together forever.
1: Mm, yeah. Really. That, I think that's a good, that, you know, like you touched on it earlier in the show about the podcast, there being a lot of them and it getting a little bit of a bad rep, but it's things like that that have given me friends like you and Maddie, That you know, I already knew Marie, so now I've met Shelly, I've met Carl, Hall, Reed, Josh, we had on on Friday, Adam and Eve, all them people who... All being well with COVID, like we said many times I'll be over with you guys in September and we'll just be like hanging out and there won't be no like first time meeting because we hang out already. We this is what we do, you know. I feel like I know you and Maddie fairly well, you know. Um we speak Often, like you said many times, Freddie, me and you talk nine times out of ten, just been stupid talking about music and wrestling, you know. And, you know, I'm a massive music fan. And when I discovered Maddie is literally one of the best guitarists in the world via TikTok, that just blew my mind. And I was like, I was showing that to a few of my friends. I'm like, I actually know this girl. I look at her followers on TikTok and they were like, this woman is amazing at what she does. I'm like, I know her. She's a friend of mine. They were like, you know, so it's things like that. So when people say things about podcasts, oh, there's a lot of Washington. We don't get paid to do this, it's just a hobby, but it's brought us so many friendships you know from the UK and you you guys mentioned your show before how many UK listeners now that you get sent in Scott and people like that message into your show and we talk to them about all the time I'm sitting here with my HDR t-shirt on I know Scott's got one I know Ian listens I know a lot of my friends now that are involved in Washington listen to you guys listen to Kyle listen to Josh you know so for all the people that say podcasts are this and this and you know it's just in what was a terrible year 2020 the best thing to come out of it was that I got to meet you guys up
0: I think the best thing that came out of it was Chase Young, but maybe. Well,
1: okay. okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll go We'll go Maddie Look, Chase. Make, Young.
0: Making, making lifelong <laughs> friends was a close second. Winning the <laughs> NFC East was the first.
1: Yeah, it was good to win the NFC East, but yeah, for, for all the sh- podcasts get, you know. I love you, Andy. I didn't mean to swear, Maddie, sorry.
2: Andy, I know. I know that on your on your podcast like obviously y'all have been talking about all the things that have been happening but mm-hmm. if no, if people haven't heard your thoughts yet can i just hear can we just hear here like how are you feeling about free agency and how are you feeling about the team right now
1: i'm super excited about the team uh, i think that the signings that we've made i think fitzpatrick if anything's going to be entertaining you know curtis samuel you know I, yeah it's going to be a bridge year but i think it's going to be a hell of an entertaining year i think we're still going to be the best team in the nfc east I don't think anyone will get near us um i think we'll win it and i think we'll win it comfortably as well i think it'll be you know we'll have the odd drama what it'll be washington being washington but i haven't been this hopeful since probably the year that rg3 joined and we all had that 2012 buzz and uh yeah it's just unbelievable um so the signings that we've made and we're still not done yet we've still got the draft to come up so if you look at the what the rest of the east are doing not really doing a lot compared to, and what i like about us is we've done our business early and we've got it done you know last year we were when we first started the podcast i remember sitting down with Carl. i think it was in the middle of august and we didn't really know what was going on Dwayne haskins had put out a lot of instagram videos but then obviously pre-season got cancelled everything got cancelled so we were like we have no clue what's going on this year I've said many times, I feel he's Ron Rivera's real first year in charge. I think 2020 was so crazy with everything that went on and he had his cancer. The unfortunate incident that happened with his cancer, 2020 being 2020, I think he, you know, and the fact that we made the playoffs, excuse me, albeit on a losing record, I think this year is his first year we can say, do you know what? This is my team. This is what I'm. I'm going to put my stamp on this now. And I think that's super exciting. As uh, as an organization, I, I, haven't, I haven't really felt this way about a coach since I started supporting in 2000, uh, as everyone knows, and I haven't really felt this passionate about a, a coaching team and off-the-field team, meaning Jason, Julie, all them guys that we all know and we were fortunate enough to speak to. Um, I'm super, super confident. And it, as Washington fans, I haven't had that since I've started supporting. A lot of people always say to me, oh, you know, I, I always poo-poo the, the NFC East. And Andy, there are people like, Andy, the NFC East is brilliant. I'm like, since I've started supporting, the NFC East has been terrible. You know, with uh, you know, and they're all like, Washington used to dominate this division season after season, you know. We used to be there or thereabouts contending. You know, we used to be like, uh, maybe not last season, but like a New England or a Pittsburgh. You know, whatever, they're making the playoffs every season. There's a Pittsburgh fan. You can probably turn up going... Yeah, we're going to make the playoffs and we'll probably make it. I now, slowly, I think, give Ron just give him the time. And I think within three seasons, four seasons, us three will all be standing at a Super Bowl together watching our team play.
2: Ooh, hot takes. Hot takes from Andy Burrows. Market in Sharpie we are gonna be celebrating we're gonna until to... so you're coming over for the parade is what you're saying oh
1: i am you i'm you're gonna to... i need somewhere to stay you guys yeah you're adopting like me somebody,
2: for... we're gonna throw andy up on the float yeah
1: <laughs> yeah but... we're
2: gonna all be like this one's for you Andy." <laughs> <laughs> i'm like, like, <laughs> yeah, up there with the rest of the team like,
1: yeah you yeah
0: yeah I, yeah I would andy I would... you got a you got a place to say i already told you man i got you at your room ready got spare rooms got your name on it we're gonna do something that we've never done before i don't think uh, with you, it's our favorite segment, Andy. Can say it. I can say it. You can say it. Go ahead. Props. Yeah, props. You know who the best is. props. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. So props, props this week. Uh, can I go first? Go for it. <laughs> so props, I've got to give it to a, a very special guy, someone that I like to, that I am now referring to as the Prime Minister of Washington football, Mr. Andy
2: Burrows.
0: (laughs) The prime minister. You are our prime minister. Can you do the HT we are intro in your American accent? Can you do it? It's who we are. It's what we do. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We are. (laughs) I spent a lot of time in Boston. You spent too much
0: time in Boston.
1: Yeah, it's my. it's my my second favorite
0: andy andy we from virginia we don't talk like that
1: yeah but you all speak that. there's a lot of people from the south you know oh my god hillbilly jim you all speak from the south
2: hey i am not a country girl freddie's a country guy it comes
0: hey maddie jane it comes out a little
1: bit sometimes it comes out a little bit like like, 10 fingers and 20 toes like oh my god
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I mean obviously i was i was kind of like
1: my sister's my uncle and she's really my dad i don't know what's going on down there whoa whoa that's west virginia
2: <laughs> it's that's not west, west
1: virginia. virginia oh sorry sorry okay all right get my yeah, virginia no, we
0: don't yeah
1: don't hey don't, i spent don't, I, yeah, don't, I spent nearly a year in martinsburg so you don't have to tell me
0: yeah don't confuse your virginias man no, I'm We sorry. ain't no parts of that all right no, <laughs> you don't hear no dueling banjos playing deliverance over here no
1: prime minister andy mm-hmm. who you got i am giving my props i'm gonna give it to you guys i don't think you get the credit you deserve for this podcast you were nominated truly for the uh for the what were they called the burgundy Globes,
0: the burgundy golden Globes. yeah
1: and you guys actually I, I can't tell you how the good thing about you guys is so many people over here now who talk about you when you're not even around it's like oh did you hear maddie and freddie the, the, the jokes that you have together crack me up i absolutely can't wait for mondays and i'm just like what you guys are doing Never, ever, ever stop doing what you're doing because, uh, you know, your camaraderie is amazing. So for all the stuff that went on about podcasts last week, you guys are, for me, at the uh, the top of the tree with uh, with the pod farm. Thank you, Andy. You're more than welcome.
2: Anytime we talk about Andy, we all know I love Andy so much. Andy's my homie. We already know this. I want to be sappy with y'all, but I guess I should switch gears since y'all, we've now all done this like whole thing i love it i love the sappiness of it and the emotions uh but i'm gonna give props to ryan fitzpatrick <laughs> which i know is shocking i know it's shocking it's shocking uh, but i'm gonna give go him- on <laughs> i yes, so i have to <laughs> hear i'm just gonna give props to him because i think he was a big reason why adam humphreys signed here because i think That Ryan Fitzpatrick talked him up and I understand concussion issues like but I have a feeling Humphreys could come in and and do really really help continue to solidify this wide receiver unit unit because I think people just forget like how good he can be like go watch some of his highlights like he's a real deal he's a real deal if he can stay healthy I think he's gonna be a big deal this year on offense and um, so I but I like I said I really feel like Fitzpatrick probably talked him up was like hey he's still out here let's go get him and they went and got him so props to ryan fitzpatrick helping bring more weapons to the team and and, <laughs> and for a great beard i never t- i never said his, his beard is really great and he's funny i really like him i'm i'm really warm i warm up to people very fast <laughs> i at first i'm like <laughs> but i warm up to people very fast i'm in shock yeah like once i like they start being funny and they're like likable and then i watch some of the highlights and i'm like okay
1: he's he's good like he's gonna entertain us if anything
2: exactly so those are those are uh, are my props
0: i have bonus mini props uh props to you maddie jane
2: appreciate you freddie thank you thank thank
0: you i say it all the time to everyone when they ask or when they talk about uh our podcast this wonderful thing that we've been able to create and, and, and do together that none of it uh none of it happens without you
2: well hey same to you man what is this sappiness? This oh,
0: is- yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's Andy's fault, it's Andy's fault. I, w- I was very 50 like- Fifty Shades
1: of Washington happening right here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, all right, so- <laughs>
2: <laughs> What a good note to end so on. Where, so yeah, where, so where, where, where does that
0: put us now? We're in this odd sort of like in between now, where the big signings mm. have kind of happened, and then the big huge blockbuster trade came down. And now I just feel like, can the draft just get here? like do y'all yeah. get that feeling too like i get it too like i really don't because i like see about you know the pro days and people talking about this and speculation about where everyone's gonna i'm like just i just want the draft to just happen like i just want the want
1: seasons th- just to happen i think the off seasons is <laughs> way too long
0: yeah
1: season ends for like two months then we start again you guys was it january it to super bowl february march april may june july august it's seven months way too long
0: I want to ask you because this is going to be the big thing. It's who we're going to be taking in the first round. Uh,
1: who do you want? A linebacker, and I don't care who. Who
0: do you? A it's, linebacker. You don't care who it is. No,
1: I, I'm, I'm like you know if you heard Keith talk on his podcast. I don't pay too much attention to the. Draft. I don't listen to Keith. It goes man. on for it goes on for days. It's like day one, day two, day three. I was like, God, I you know I had milk that not last this long, and the draft just goes on and on and on. So yeah, I wanna I, I want to get a, we need a linebacker. Definitely, um, 100%. Uh, this talk still of a quarterback. I mean, pfft.
0: If for yeah, some... If Trey Lance it, fell by that's what so I'm saying. It, well, oh, you, yeah.
1: If Trey Lance falls to 19, then... I well, know if Trey Lance it, is, is
0: available when we pick and we don't pick Trey Lance, I'm out. That's it. I'm serious. I'm out. <laughs> I am out. I'm selling my gear. I'm done. I can put up with a lot. I cannot put up with that.
2: I, I just really feel like this year, I'm like do whatever y'all want in the first round. I'm cool with whatever. And I just feel like I haven't felt like that in a long time. So, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm cool with, you know, I'm cool with anything.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. And and you want to wrap it up? No one ends this show but me and Maddie Jane. But you can do it, Andy. Because you can do it better than we can.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the HTVR podcast. He has been your host, Freddie Ham. That has been Maddie Jane. Till next time, everybody. Stay safe. Did Maddie tell you about the band? Are we gonna, we're going to do it when I'm over. What? We're going to do it. We're all getting on stage. Live music. Me, yeah. you, Maddie. <laughs> so we have to do Oasis. Yeah, we can do some Oasis.
0: Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine with me. You know, Maddie, Jane and I have never never played together before yeah, I
2: told that.
1: yeah she told when night when she helped me co-host because you weren't there and, you know she was better
0: well i tell her all the time i'm like come down here i got all the stuff set up we can jam out but she doesn't she's apparently she's too good to drive an hour and a half to virginia beach so i wasn't too good to drive to hopewell but she's too good to drive down here so hey
2: listen
1: i'm
0: listening <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: I feel I'm like I'm. A, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm a spare wheel here now. I think you two are gonna have some sort of domestic.
0: <laughs> I, feel
1: like a, I feel like a spare part uh, of our no, wedding. No,
0: we're dude. We're we're best friends. Can't you tell? Yeah. We're best friends. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, all right. Did you watch that video I sent you? What? You what? still haven't watched it, have you?
2: It's the one you're talking about. Hold on. Well, the barista thing. Okay.
0: Oh. So Andy, Maddie, Jane's a barista yeah yeah she makes drinks and stuff
1: yeah i know what that is mate we have them over here we don't live on the moon <sighs>
2: espresso latte yeah
1: the shark bite
2: oh shark bite is one of our drinks yeah. yeah shark bite
1: what's a shark bite
2: it's just sprite with blue raspberry
1: Ooh, uh nice.
2: syrup and raspberry puree it's Really good. i had one today
1: so. okay uh, yeah anyway what's the video
0: Oh, it's just this video about how uh, baristas are like the ultimate male fantasy.
1: I feel like this is counseling now. All right, so...